our second episode yeah. of yes. Real Talk with Bella. Oh my god, this is so exciting. Yes. So exciting. We got such great feedback from our first yeah. podcast. If you guys haven't seen it, make sure you subscribe, tune in, yeah, Spotify. So good. We're on the Anchor platform, so yeah. congrats, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. 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 And I mean, I think the amazing feedback was because, you know, I'm Vanessa Coppas, editor-in-chief of Bella, and Chanel Omari, decided, we decided to uh, join forces and do yes. this. But the fabulous Emily I'm just gonna say Emily. Raquel <laughs> Edelson. Thank you. Yes. yes. Who is the owner of Cheek Sketch and has um, so graciously always been a part of um, our fashion issue and does the amazing sketches at our fashion events. Um, made us into the most fabulous and gorgeous sketch. Like I was like, girl, so amazing. <laughs> you can check it out on Instagram right now yeah. at Cheek Sketch and on all of our Instagrams at bellamag.co. Uh, yeah, yes. it's super talented. And yes. it's going to be. We actually made it into uh, an ad into the print issue. It's going to be in the yeah. in the influencer oh, issue. Oh so it's gosh. so amazing, so beautiful. So thank you for that. Thank oh you God, so much. <laughs> on that note, we're talking about today being authentic in the social media Instagram world specifically yeah. and just influencers and how we how we're becoming this new world in 2020 and kind of it's not about experience anymore it's not about old school what me and Vanessa went through I <laughs> so, but you know what I'm saying it's more how useful. old are you you're I'm 35 but I'm I feel older like than you, you look younger like, than me yeah, no, you know you know what I mean when no. I say, well I mean you look younger but I mean like when you're say editor-in-chief it's like experience yeah. right so you Everyone feels like they have to have experience, but in this world, we don't, right? Yeah. So, you're an influencer, Emily. You've turned your whole art artwork into being an influencer. Talk to us about how real you feel like you have to be, and how, or how superficial you have to be in this world. Because I feel like there's a balance, yeah. right? Like, well, before we start, yeah. we have actually someone that called in who's oh, joining right. us. Yes. And I want to introduce Emily as well. Another Emily. Yes. We have two yes. Emilys yes. today yes. on the podcast. Yeah. Um, Emily, why don't you introduce yourself and let everyone know your area of expertise? Sure. So I'm Emily Lynn Paulson, and I am a mom of five, and I live in Ooh. Seattle, Washington. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I really kind of became an accidental influencer, I guess. I, I was I was the mom who looked like I had it all. I had a successful business. I had this beautiful family. But I struggled really my entire life with unresolved trauma, eating disorder, alcohol and drug use, and my alcoholism was really hiding in plain sight for years as I ran the successful business and raised these beautiful kids and I amassed this following and it really wasn't based on reality. And finally, after a series of rock bottom moments and uh, long story short, got sober, wrote a book about it, and through that healing process in recovering and getting real with who I am and being authentic and public and vulnerable about it, I did find my comfy place in this little Instagram um, recovery influencer world. And so now that's really who I am, is I'm a woman in recovery who tells it like it is and really try to give people permission to do the same thing. Amen. Emily, on that note, when you say, you know, being vulnerable, and I want to get all your opinions on this, lately I had a debate with some of my peers in the influencer world that being vulnerable isn't necessarily the right thing to do on Instagram, right? Because it's this whole superficial world. However, I disagree. I think that being vulnerable is the key to someone's heart and, and engaging them into who you are. Well, how much do you think we should, how vulnerable should we be and can we be? Because Emily's story, to me, I'd connect with someone like that. Right. Myself, well, right? and I, you know, and you saw me raising my hand because I can um, relate to, you know, uh, past trauma and alcoholism, which I went through when I was in college. 
um, and eating disorders. I think, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know a girl who hasn't been through yeah. anything like that. Um, I, I think that, you know, what we've gotten used to is the whole pretentiousness of like the social media world. Right. And, um, and when I say, when I say that it's not pretentiousness, it's like, you have to, you know, there's even hashtags, do it for the gram. Like, um, at the same time, like I get it. Yes, there are like Instagrammable moments or moments that you want to share, um, with the world and they have to be very carefully curated because, you know, your brand depends on it. Or maybe you have a client that depends on that post for you to continue to do business with them. But I also feel like we're doing a disservice to women, to people, period, when we pretend to be something that we're not, or we're posting or we're filtering ourselves to the point where we actually can't even, you know, tell our features apart, you know, and and there's been, you know, um, and I think we got used to that for a while uh, because that's how it was supposed to be. Right. But I also think that what's happening is kind of like this rude awakening that we're all going through. I think that, um, women no longer want to be like spoken to or felt like they're being um, you know, told how to be, how to act, how to look. I think that people are, are getting more courageous and more brave and just honestly, because I think that's the most courageous thing that you could do is just be yourself. Be yourself. Yeah. 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 Right. Because it's easy to pretend to be something you're not. That's the right. easy part. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. I know Instagram was designed, and Emily Raquel, you can and talk about this a little bit, designed for the the fluff and the beauty and, and, exper- the, and curated the, experience, yeah, curated right. experience. Yeah. And, and that's the thing too for me you know I, I I dabble in a lot of comedy and that's even and I'm sorry to interrupt yeah. you but like I, I find that so hilarious when somebody tells me like I curate con- like, <laughs> yeah. like content I'm curator a, I'm a content right. curator I know no, I'm, I'm guilty of that. Who, that no but listen <laughs> but I agree with you but I do it to me it's like joke. what does that even mean because like, yeah. we're all content what? creators because at the end of the day we're all sharing you know even from the mom who's right. sharing you know a beautiful moment at birth to um right. somebody who's really keeping it real and um i know that oh my god what who's this plus model plus size model who um was on the sports cover illustrated ashley, ashley Graham, who just had a baby mm-hmm. if you go on her instagram account right now there's some there's not and as a mother i can relate there's nothing more beautiful than what she's actually doing which yeah. is just voicing the reality of afterbirth like people make i was just telling you like girl get ready when right. you, you have yeah. no hair your skin, <laughs> right? It looks like you know, and like, I even talked about that that commercial during Super Bowl yes. that they didn't want to air, and it was Correct. it was just a postpartum mother, yeah. and like literally just her going to the bathroom and how yeah. hard, like right. what she struggles with, yeah. And they wouldn't air it, and they're like, we don't understand why you're not airing. There's no nudity, there's no violence, yeah. But people don't want to see that, yeah. Like, but that is the actual truth, yeah. and yeah. I think that the damage that we do to anyone when we're putting out this, you know, this facade or this erroneous message of anything that we're supposed to be, um, it's just, again, it's a continued disservice to just how we're supposed to be connecting as human beings. Right, right. and I think it's also a balance because I feel like a lot, so I I dabble in comedy and a lot of times people, and and I'm a very big advocate of the mental health community, a lot of times I think there's a balance um, because you want to put something out there you think is funny or you think you're coping with, but then somebody might say, like a business, like a magazine that you're applying to or a corporation or a radio station, what do you say to people that that don't want to filter themselves but also want that kind of job? Right. Like, how could you be yourself authentically yeah. if everyone's like, you're not going to get that job if you don't filter your Instagram. You're not going to get that job if you're going to come out and talk about your feelings. Yeah. And that's where, yeah, so Emily, what do you... How do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, I think that you really have to, like, kind of come from who you are and connect that with people because when you do have a job, yes, like, they're going to want you to put your best foot forward, obviously, but you have a story to tell, and I think, I mean, if you're at least in this space, you have to tell 
your story. I mean, like for me, I know like my trauma comes from like my father passed away when I was 12, my parents being divorced, things like that, not knowing, and my mother almost like passing away also. It's like, you never know how life is gonna go. So I think for, at least personally for me, and I think for other people, you really have to like share what made you kind of put on that path and why maybe you wanna live every day to the fullest and maybe why you wanna say, okay, well, I want my face to inspire people and make them happy and I wanna create art because it will actually make just somebody's day. Yeah. Right. So I think that if you are looking for a job, I mean, obviously if you're applying for a corporate job and it's like in finance, like maybe, yes, it's a little different, but I think in the arena that we're in, when you do, you know, get sponsors or you do get brand collaborations, like they want to know who you are and where you come from. And there are so many just pretty faces and pretty Instagram stuff that doesn't have that like background and that heart. And I think people can feel that in your stories and also in like what your comments are that you kind of put out to the world. And it's important to incorporate that too. Okay, really. How do you guys feel about being your authentic self, speaking about brands and partnerships, you know, coming from a magazine? Mm-hmm point of view and a social media influence point of view, um, where do you draw the line to let a brand know, hey, I'm not gonna, this is not who I am, so I'm not gonna do it, so hey, thank you so much, I'm gonna walk away from the deal. Yeah. Or do you always try to compromise yourself? I guess, how much do you compromise yourself for a brand collaboration on social media? Well, I think like, you know, with our company and with Chief Sketch, we, you know, we have a feeling of who we are and what we support, so if it's something that we believe in, we try not to get too into politics or too into certain things, but if it's like, maybe it's a fur company and we don't want to be a part of it, we wouldn't necessarily put it out there. Or if there's something about, you know, something that we strongly don't believe in, I think it's really important to your followers and the people who do love your brand that you have a voice and then that you're not wishy-washy and will do anything because you see so many influencers being like, sponsored, sponsored, sponsored. And then you're like, what is your actual stance? And I think that's important. Right. I'm so happy that you 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 touched on that. Just there's this um, Eli um, Weasel quote yes. that says where you and you you you're basically when you don't pick sides, you're giving um, you're basically giving your power away. Yeah. And um, I think that um, coming from Bella's perspective, um, we are very neutral when it comes to like we won't engage with politics. We won't engage with any because. Honestly, at the you know we're not a political publication, we're a lifestyle publication, mm-hmm. but we do have um, a very hard stance when it comes to humanity, human decency, right. uh, kindness, um, just you know uh, diversity, obviously inclusion, which is something that I'm sure you have seen a lot more of lately because it's important. You know, I myself am an immigrant in this country. Mm-hmm. I would be I would be dishonoring who I am. Um, if I wouldn't, you know, and be more inclusive of just any, you know, women, races, etc. But um, I feel like, you know, when you are negotiating deals with brands, and I'll be very specific to that because we do that on a daily basis. Um, you know, I work with brands that um, I can break bread with, and that products that I have actually used, um, right. things that I can actually stand behind because I feel like a hypocrite and I feel that is out of integrity to advocate for something. And listen, um, partnerships are great and it's what sustains this business, but it's not, but all about, the money. It's not about the money. You know, I, um, you know, I make it a point to, to speak to and I said, can I try it? 
I said, I'm not asking you for free product for the sake of actually asking you for free product. I actually need to, you know, see if this is going to work right. so that I can actually speak from experience. And if it doesn't, I won't even mention it, you know, because I, I won't talk badly about a brand or something that I've experienced, but um, I will only get behind brands that are just in alignment with the work that we do. Totally. Emily, Emily, Emily yeah, if yeah. you could chime in too on your thoughts. I see. Yeah, I mean, I think it's important too as a consumer mm -hmm. of it to to always have an open mind that, you know, for example, I've followed Oprah for, you know, all of my 40 years of life, right? Yeah. Like I read every book she recommends. She's yeah. gained my trust over the last 40 years. If she were to all of a sudden, you know, recommend a pair of skis, I, I don't know. Like, so not that she's done that, but, but I think it's important to realize who you're following, what their expertise is. I'll for sure try a lip gloss that Kylie Jenner talks about, but I probably won't take parenting advice from her, not because I don't think she's a great mom, but that's not why I'm necessarily following her. So I think as a consumer, too, it comes back to kind of just being informed and, and looking at, again, it's advertising. We're being advertised to all the time, but yeah. why are you following this person? Why you trust them in the first place? Yeah. Right. And I think also brands as well as individual brands, like individuals like Kylie Jenner or then like Bella Magazine or, you know, Sheep Scratch or any other company, they have their own personality. Yeah. So yeah. you follow them because you like what they're doing. And I think a good example of that also is like Nasty Gal, like how she really created a different like space and she had a, a point of view that other people didn't and then maybe when she sold the company maybe it's not exactly her voice anymore so it really translates like the person who's behind it has this personality that they translate into the brand and that's really what people are buying so that's why it's important to be transparent I'm really stuff. glad we're also talking about this because a lot of people have messaged me and they're when I started Chanel in the city it was just a general brand and the thing why I love Bella so much is because and Vanessa and Jen took a chance on me because they knew that I'll always be me. So there's what you see is what you get. So they, what, what we collaborated together, how we built something together was based on the authenticity. Yeah. But I had not known that for so many years because so many people did not accept that part of me. Yeah. They wanted to put me in this mold, even if I was an influencer yeah. or wasn't. And so when I created the brand, my brand, I, I felt I said, that's authentic to me, someone who is general, someone who wants to explore everything in, in amongst culture, diversity, inclusivity, whatever it is that's interesting about humanity yeah. is the brand. So how much do you, I mean, I don't know if you guys struggle with this, but for me, like, how much do you, I guess, push yourself on other people, like your authentic brand, you know, and, oh. and would you ever fire an influencer yeah. from a magazine point of view if you felt like, you thought they were authentic, but then all of a sudden they shocked you, like a Logan Paul when you know the news came out on him that he was, you know, something with animal cruelty, things yeah. like that. Do you ever base a decision, or 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 humans just humans? You um, know what I mean? I I mean, I'm too far question. Yeah, it's, it's too much. A, I let you know. I just put a lot on you guys. Sorry. Loaded question. Um, so let's you know yeah. let's unpack that as they yeah. say, right? Um, <laughs> Something for, I'm gonna be just, you know, for, I'm gonna give an example from my experience. You know, I am still, and I say still because my children are still young. And that's something that was very debatable when I was even getting, breaking into this industry where there were moments where like I had a babysitter come at the last minute and it was either show up to the meeting with the baby or not. Right. Um, I would rather show up with the, to the meeting with the baby, at least I'm here. Mm -hmm. You're asking me to dismiss 
a part of who I am when you're making me choose between my family and my job. Even though society so, doesn't agree, even right? Though, correct. So um, even when I share like posts on social media, I always keep in mind that mother who is out there trying to do or is in the same position that I was, you know, five years ago, trying to make it, trying to make something of herself, regardless of having children. Um, you, you know, because I look back and I see my mom. My mom did it. My mom was a single mother of three. And I can't be the one that to be like, wait, I'm waving the white flag. I can't go to this because I have, you know, unless my children are like dying with a fever, um, God forbid, um, you know, they're a part of what is, uh, you know, they're a part of what I'm doing. So I've shown up to travel to uh, work trips with my kids. I'm going to LA with my little one um, in the, at the end of the month because um, it just turns out that that is how life is going to play out for me. I can't dismiss, or you know, a completely a complete part of who I am as a as a woman, as a mother, um, because of um, you know the fact that I have children. Um, on the second part of your question. I actually will digress and go back and say, listen, I thought that this was um, one way, but it turns out that you have certain beliefs. And I think that brands are being more, more and more careful with who they associate themselves with. Right. Um, therefore, you know, you have to be, I, I'm going to put this out there. You know, we did remember um, Ebony London, if you can yeah. go back and that whole thing, I'm not going to mention the brand, but we all know what we're talking about. That brand actually approached us for right. advertising. Um, how exciting and how amazing that they're wanting to do something um, right and, and, and move forward with, um, you know, either make a wrong or right. Uh, but had we bashed them or had we taken, um, you know, gone low, this opportunity probably wouldn't have happened. So you have to be mindful and operate out of integrity. It's not to say that we make mistakes because we are human and I think that, you know, um, I think we, we talked a little bit about that in our past podcast when we were talking about the cancel, the cancel culture. culture where a person makes a mistake and you no longer want to be associated right. with that person mm -hmm. forever and ever. I think that that, again, just speaks to who we are. as like, We're humans. Right. We make mistakes. And if you have a person who's willing to make amends and make a wrong or right, then let's move on and let's move forward. You, know? you see, there's a difference yeah. between, you said it, integrity and authenticity. Yeah. You can be authentic right. to who you are and screw up and make mistakes yeah. and say, hey, this is my brand, I make mistakes. Yeah. And, and you own it. And invest in me. And you can even make the mistake with the brand. Yeah. You know, I, I could, God forbid, anyone can make a mistake with the partnership, but at least you're owning it. Yeah. But it's integrity has to do with morals. I yeah. think that's a different story yeah. of a character of the person you are. Yeah. I think we're in a really interesting point in history right mm -hmm. now where the veil has kind of lifted and because of social media, everything you do is now being able to be seen. So if you do right. make that horrible comment, you do have animal cruelty, like you were talking about with Logan Paul, it's gonna get noticed. Yeah. And I think like- And people will call you out on it. Right, yeah. Right. yeah. And, being a and whether it's true or not true, because yeah. the story was, it, right. was a, it wasn't it was true, the whole thing. Yeah. But at the same time, you're right, you're a public figure, you're still supposed to be responsible exactly. for right. these actions. And being yeah. a mother too, like I think it's really cool that now, where we are, like there are other facets of us as women that now are being like, we can do this, it's accepted, of pull up the veil, yeah. like this is how it is. Yeah. And I think, you know, when people are really like given the opportunity, if they do mess up, they can say, you know, I did this, I messed up, that makes you more also likable in yeah. a weird way. Mm -hmm. Because well, you're it, being honest. Uh, right. And one of the things is, you know, as obviously, you know, a, a publication and this media world you know there is a part of it that is very glamorous and um again and it can seem like 
we look like this every single day. No. Guess what? Like this. Takes, I got my yeah. hair and makeup. Like, I've been <laughs> Shout out to Nubes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this is work. And, and by the way, the partnerships when you barter, guys, that's work too. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. Now they have to write up a magazine article or get one of your writers to write that magazine yeah, article for that service. Yeah. Everything is work. Everything is work. And the thing is, you know, um, what I at least try to be is just very real. Like I'll show up, you know, cause I like to give my skin a break. Like you're not going to see me with a beat face every single day. Um, although however, at my cover party or wherever we are, you know, I'll look, I'll put look together put and together and it, because the moment calls for that. Right. Um, but I also think, again, it's a disservice to the, the women who are picking up the magazine or the publication to tell them that we look like this every single day when it is not right. the truth, you know? Totally. Um, Especially in the influencer world, that's yeah, where I yeah. say, like, with the content being so perfect and even sometimes coming out and saying, I'm going to do the no makeup Mondays. Yeah. I'm, I'm, com- I'm embracing my natural beauty because yeah. we all, as women, as human beings, are beautiful. We yeah. were all made in a unique way, as cheesy as it sounds. Yeah. That's what I'm working sure. on is just, like embracing my curves and if I haven't you know yes there's a difference between being healthy and losing weight but you don't have to be so meticulous the way society is expecting you to be and I think in the influencer world it's becoming more of the magazine editorial world once was talking about worth basing our worth on on the social media world Mm -hmm. how important is it to have all these followers do you feel all these influencers have real followers do you think where do we draw the line? Where do we draw the line to say, you know what? I only have 17,000 followers. I'm not going to be, up, yeah, I'm talking about, about myself now. I'm not going to be up to my peers with a million and I'm never going to get to that point. I'm not, I'm not worth it. I struggle with that every yeah. day. Well, and I think one of the bigger things yeah. that happened recently was when, and I, I think some people still might be seeing it, but when they took the likes off of Instagram. Yes. And I know some people, I think, can still see them. I know they were testing it out on some people. But, like, I know me personally and even the people that I talk to who are influencers, it almost makes you feel a little more free when you're posting because yeah. you're not putting yourself in this, like, bubble where if I don't hit this number, I have to delete it, I have to change it, I have to rewrite it. And you yeah. get so, like, so much anxiety around appearing perfect and getting that number and hitting those likes where now it's like I want to post this because I love it and I want the world to see it and you know if I don't get five million likes no one's gonna really know and it helps a lot I think with like self and then I'm sure there's some influencers who that's their bread and butter like they have to hit that number that's you know what I mean so that was a big debate I mean I personally like it Um, (laughs) but that that was a big thing because some people were happy some people were pissed I I don't know Emily if you want to yeah I'm gonna chime in with your thoughts yeah I mean, I think it it all depends why are you out there in the first place, right? Like, your worth isn't put into followers. So if you're out there to spread a message, to sell a product, or, you know, to make money, you know, there's a whole different strategy there than if you're out there to be liked. So if you're out there and you want to be followed because you're liked, I mean, that's a slippery slope because you're putting your worth in other people's hands. And and so I think it's important to, to ask yourself that, like, what... Anytime you post, you know, why am I posting this? Mm-hmm. Do I think it adds value to someone else? Am I looking to have someone stroke my ego? And, and does this align with who I am in real life? I think yeah. that's important, too. And it's funny when you guys were talking about, you know, like, if I were on camera right now, I'd be <laughs> the average way down. I'm like, I just out of bed and I've got my, you know, sweatshirt on. So, you know, just, just bringing that reality to it is even if you're in this space, like a lot of it is done in real life. Even if you're just seeing what's out there and even the most authentic 
you know, real vulnerable influencers still only post what they want you to see. And that's so important to remember. Mm -hmm. I'm going to chime in because I, before, um, you know, stepping fully into publishing, I used to be the digital mind behind Bella. And, um, you know, being trained as a digital marketer, I know like the ins and outs and I can, and I understand algorithms and I understand how it works. And, um, first of all, here's what the first thing I will say. Facebook friends are not real friends. Um, number one. We're friends on Facebook. Yeah, but we're, but, but we're friends. And number two, if you see our following jump up on Bella, it's Vanessa. No, I'm just kidding. But yes, algorithm is and important to understand. Yes, but like, I, I think people get so obsessive with, oh, but she friended me on Facebook and this, like, understand, like, those are, it, it could be. I, I see it as, imagine when you're at an event and you're mm-hmm. meeting multiple people at the same time. Right. They're connecting with you on Facebook yeah. in that same way. Totally. Um, so don't take that to heart if somebody doesn't friend you or whatever. Like, um, unless you're a spammer and you look like a spammer, you'll get a delete from me because I won't. Um, the other thing is, because we, we were actually speaking about this with um, our potential clients on Monday about you know how we're getting our likes up and whatnot. People, they are bought. Um, you can buy them. Do you think, every, um, on that note, do you think even the ones that we think, like the reality stars, the ones, I, do you think the networks are buying too? Yes. I honestly, I honestly so think, like I, I think 100,000 people, people really I are following that person. I think people have fallen yeah. to, the pre, to that prey of, um, you know, getting, because it's a numbers game. And right. being able to tell a brand, well, I have 3.5 million followers is more engaging than if I said, well, I have, three, I have almost 4,000. It's taken me years to get to that, um, right. and I'm okay with that because I never, I never set out to be on Instagram for the likes. I, I, I needed to join the conversation, which is why we did it. But um, I don't look at. I try not to look at the numbers. I try, you know. But I also think, you know, going back to what you were saying about, you know, keeping up the, the just um, authenticity and whatnot. Like I, this past Sunday, fell into the whole having to look the part to go to like one of my son's birthdays, you know, birthday parties, one of his friends, because right. now in my area, um, unbeknownst to me, like, and I don't like, I'm still in that phase where people like recognize you. And I, by no means do I think I'm a celebrity, but I know that people know what I do for a living. Right. So they point me out at a grocery store and I now feel like I can't yeah. go out in sweats anymore, <laughs> right. which is kind of like disappointing because I love, um, we all have those days where we're yeah. like, oh my God, it's a down day. I'm just going to work from home in my, my pajamas or whatever. And if I have to run an errand, mm-hmm. the first thing I do is stop myself. I'm like, oh my God, am I wearing my, my husband's sweats and his flip-flops or like, what am I doing? And I have to go back and kind of like gather myself. Um, so I don't look as disheveled because now, but I feel the pr- like the pressure's on a little bit. I try to not let it affect me um, as much as it used to in the past. And, and honestly, after becoming a mom, I think you kind of let go of a lot of things because after somebody's been up there and like seen your hoo-ha for what it is, am I right, Emily? Um, I, I don't think you have any, there's no veil. Like there yeah. is no filter that can cover any of that up. So you like completely are like, it's free. I, I have to say it's liberating. Yeah. After you've had like 30 nurses look you, and you're like, just- I can take on the wall. Keep it coming. I can do anything on Instagram. I can handle Instagram with a filter or not. Talking sure. about the worth and authenticity. Yeah. yeah, like yesterday I was at this event, sophisticated wedding magazine, they were launching an event and I ran into some housewives and a lot of people have told me, you know, 
Chanel, your brand, you, you're not cohesive on Instagram. It doesn't always match up. One, one day you're talking about your feelings, the next day you're talking about comedy, the next day you're talking about a celebrity. Uh -huh. I said to myself, you know what? I don't care about the likes because I believe there are they are bought. I finally have to get that to my head because I, I want to get into that topic. Our, our followers. And I don't, I don't mean that that's everybody. Everyone, because I don't right. want to see, like I'm saying, like, oh yeah, everybody well, yeah, a likes. lot of my people. But a lot. a lot of people I feel have and right. do. And, you know. And a lot of your the yeah. peers, I don't know if you've been through this, will tell me, like, well, I haven't bought it just to make themselves feel better like anything in life. Yeah. And then they'll make you feel bad about it. And you're literally scratching your head how to be strategic. So that's why I agree with Emily's theory on just post for yourself. So that's yeah. what I did last night. I just, put, I didn't care. I, yeah. I said my brand is to introduce to everyone what they don't know, yeah. what they want to be part of, yeah. what they want to be exclusive with. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to be perfect. That's yeah. what I love what we're doing here. Yeah. It's not about being perfect, editing ourselves. It's about being raw and well, real. And one of the reasons why I even wanted to get this conversation started is to really showcase, um, you know, the behind the scenes of what it really looks, you know, this doesn't just Happen. Like this it doesn't just happen. It doesn't just happen. <laughs> exactly. It's a lot of work. A lot. And you know, I even debated this morning, like, do I take the train and do I drive? And I have like <laughs> six bags. I was like, oh my god, no, I'm gonna drive in because um, it's cold. I'm tired. Uh, you know, and it's just like it takes tremendous drive tremendous. Um, for anyone in this industry to do what they do because. There is just, I mean, every day is not a party. It may look like a party, you know, but it, exactly. may, and it does. And it may, I have people who private message me all the time and they're like, oh my God, you're laughing so fabulous. I wish I had your life. I don't wish you this on my worst enemy. You don't know. And we've had days where we're like literally like looking at each other and we're like, I can't do what the Yeah. Oh my God. Or you have, that just really happened that this person just, say that or right. we were looking to work with because it just happened we worked with someone and I had this impression of who this person how this person was going to be and it turned out to be completely different and do I feel I felt actually a little bit torn we were like oh my god do we do this do we not do this but in the end um you know obviously it's about ethics and being you know uh professional because i don't have to like everybody that's enough right. I, you know i don't have to necessarily like everybody going back to the point of you know working with friends but in the end are they putting out cohesive messages with who you know with with what we're putting out also but it this is not girl this is not a party yeah it's, it's a, a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of hard work a lot of investment and the next topic i want to talk about is about a lot of Taking a lot of rejection yeah. from a lot of Instagram trolls and negative energy, whether they're bots or not. Yeah. And I want to talk about how you all, we'll go around the room, each of you feel, how do we deal with that? Because yeah. for me, it's a struggle every day, and it, and I don't want it to affect other people out there with their work or yeah. their creativity. Because yeah. a lot of people have told yeah. me, Chanel, I've stopped doing what I love to do because of how people have made me feel about yeah. it. How people have told yeah. me, you're never going to make it. And I get... People tell me the craziest shit every day. Yeah. Excuse my language. No. Every single day. There's I, no excuse. I mean, Real right, talk. Yeah, it's Real podcast. <laughs> Thank God for the podcast world. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's yeah. like it's like what you said. It's like trying to understand someone and then understanding them. You don't have to like them. Yeah. But where do you draw the line of not liking them, standing up for yourself, yeah. and not letting somebody also ruin your character, ruin yeah. your soul? Yeah. yeah. It happens in real life yeah. too. Like I mean, right. for for instance, like some of my family like even 
doesn't support or didn't support what I was doing or didn't believe in me or was, you know, saying comments that hurt my feelings yeah. because they all, everyone has, comes with their own baggage. They right. come with their own trauma and they're seeing you through their own filter of maybe they want that or they don't understand that or they're taught to be judgmental of that. And it really hurts when you're the target of it, but you have to, but like what changed my life when I was younger, I was like, okay, I want to be, you know, successful and this and famous and a celebrity and wealthy and whatever, whatever the things I wanted to be. And I was like, but then people aren't going to like me when I'm like that. But what I realized is like, these people don't even like me now and I'm nothing. I'm in high school (laughs) or I'm college or whatever. Who cares what they think? It's not going to stop me anymore because it's like, they will, they're always be haters and they're going to hate on you for anything you do. I mean, anything, I just recently posted like a gift I got from my husband on Instagram and I'm like, so nervous like are people going to be jealous or are they going to say something not nice like should i post this you know but it's like people will always do that everywhere yeah, no matter what and it's like that having that thick skin and being like not everyone's going to like me and i have to be okay with that because i have to love myself yeah. and i have to know that they're sitting behind the screen and something about them is hurting or they're in pain and mm-hmm. i want to give them a hug because if they were happy they wouldn't be doing that i'm happy you're saying this yeah. when you're bringing this up about family yeah. and i'm going to disclose something I, i'm going to be vulnerable i haven't been with a lot of people uh-huh. but i trust you women <laughs> yes we were <laughs> internet trolls internet trolls and, yeah, and, and i was i was you know, sharing with the fact that it's tough with family. I'm happy that Emily brought up the family situation. So with influencers. So a lot of my peers growing up, I helped them actually start their influence journey because they had not known what they wanted to do. And mm-hmm. I was a producer at the time. And being a producer or like an editor, you know how to pitch mm-hmm. and you know how to make talent talent, even though you want to be the talent. So I was very good at making people the talent, even though I wanted to be the talent. And a lot of people would tell me, you don't have what it takes, you're just more, you're more creative, because they wanted me to help them. Right. Later on, I realized this. There was an influencer, who I won't mention a name, but she's become very popular. My sister, who's also breaking into the influencer world, knows that I'm also an influencer and, and in a podcast host. I guess I'm more of a radio TV personality, so they don't see it that way. Mm-hmm. But again, my sister has kind of been using her filters, you know how influencers have filters, or she'll be like supporting her more than me. And it, it hurt me yeah. a lot because yeah. she never, we would be at Thanksgiving or we'd be at holidays and she would never support my journey with hosting or my journey with comedy or my journey with podcasting or influencing. And let's be honest, it's all the same shit. Anyway. Yeah. So like if I'm gonna talk about a podcast episode, I'm gonna go, that's still influencing. If I'm gonna partner up with a salon and I'm posting, it's influencing. That's what I would try to explain to her because what she would tell the excuse would be back like, well, they're really actual influencers. It's more fashion I'm following with mm-hmm. them. To me, I feel like when you're you should when you're supporting your family or friends, you should just support them, yeah. even if you yeah, don't yeah. agree yeah. necessarily. Mm-hmm. If they ask for your feedback, you can give constructive. But in my opinion, I think being positive and telling someone you can do it no matter what. Yeah. You don't have to have the experience. Yeah. Just put your mind to it. That to me is something I'd want someone to tell me. Right. So so it was very hard yeah. to accept that. But when you said realize it's coming from a different place it might be not personal maybe she wants to yeah. be like that influencer and maybe yeah. she doesn't see me and it's hard right you want to be i'm the older sister yeah. you want to be that role model of course whether yeah. you're an influencer in real life or on instagram yeah. and it makes me feel like chopped liver when i'm like i've been working really hard yeah. to even get to where i'm getting yeah. you know even like the yeah. co-hosting with bella yeah. magazine was yeah. a big deal yeah. to me and to a lot of people it would be yeah. a big deal yeah. and i still feel like it wasn't so yeah. how do we 
how do we cope with that? And that's where when you said yeah. that really was interesting. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I will say sorry to and I don't no. have to sell my sister. I love my sister by the way. She's my baby sister, and I'll always love her. And I'll, and you know what the funny thing is? I'll always shout her out no matter what. Like my dad said, he's Israeli. We grew up also in a, like immigrant yeah. family, yeah. and he's like. Just be the bigger person. It doesn't matter. She's your younger sister. But I'm so kind of sick of that so, too, right? No, yeah. but there's like... How do you get people to when, support you? When you were talking, a lot of... A, a few things came up. Number one, opinions are like assholes. Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody has one. Like, everybody has one. Um, so, so that I always begin to... Um, and I'm very opinionated. So And I know that what I say sometimes doesn't isn't received like as I would hope or I would expect because sometimes I hurt people's feelings and it's not intentional but it's like we all have opinions so I try to come from that place where okay well that's her opinion um and I'm gonna respect that and I'm just gonna keep doing my thing and honestly I don't know what my mom fed me at a very young age where I literally believed that I was capable of doing whatever it is that I set my myself up to do it was going to be a lot of work um and my father always told me that work results right you have to put in the work you have to um just every day even if you because there's days where i don't want to get out of bed and there's days where i don't want to put the clothes on and you know and sometimes it's like oh it's easy you know you put on the extensions and everything is yeah it's not that easy you don't even you don't even want to do that you don't want to drive to the place you don't want to do any and you still have to get up and do it Uh, but again it's that belief in yourself that if you put in the work something will come of it. Um, you know, when you were saying about, um, when you were talking about just rejection, uh, with our past issue, with our reinvention issue, I got mixed opinions with who I decided to put on the cover. Um, she wasn't really that well known. Um, in my heart of hearts, I knew that it was the right thing to do. Right. And it's been the first time that Bella has actually sold out of an issue. And wow. People have been chasing that issue because they want to be able to read the stories of reinvention that have been in that issue because they're so powerful. And I think that people can relate to the stories that are being told, um, to the people that were featured. But, you know, for a moment, I was like, oh, my God, am I making the right decision from a business standpoint? Because, you know, this is a lot of money. This is a huge investment. Are we going to? And I was like, you know, I pulled the trigger because, again, it all goes back to belief. And um, Mel Robbins actually at our event spoke a lot about, you know, there's one thing about belief and, you know, having blind faith, um, which I have both. Uh, mm-hmm. Mel, sorry, when you talked about blind faith, I was like, oh, that's me. Um, because I just do, I'm a very spiritual person. Um, I listen and I follow my, the signs. And um, I, today, this morning, I was having just because I wasn't all feeling the best to get there. But the minute I got on my number seven elevator, I knew that I was doing True. what I needed to be doing because seven is my number. And then Jen tells me that she's like, oh, I got a number seven too. I'm like, so it's all good. Thank you. Oh, I got a number seven three. Oh, today. Today. So there you go. But so I felt the same way you did this morning, but it, you got to pull yourself you together. Pull yourself I also together. think it depends too where those opinions and that criticism is coming from. Like yes. hearing you guys talk mm-hmm. about your family, like I'm sure that's hard. And like for me, when I started my journey into, you know, whatever I was doing, modeling or whatever I wanted to do, like I had the best support system. Mm-hmm. My mom, I mean, she, I could be a skydiving instructor and she'd yeah. be like, you're the best damn skydiver. Like she's yeah. always, yeah. and she told me, she's like, before you get into this world, like I'll love you and support you no matter what. Like, but when I was younger and I started modeling, she's like, but promise me, like, you have to stay strong. Cause yeah. like, right. you are gonna be yeah. rejected you're and you're to gonna be. be ripped apart. Yeah. And if you can't go into this, and have a strong mindset like don't do it yeah and I think I took 
that with me and like you know my grandfather rest his soul was like this is going to be great it's going to be a fun ride but like also keep your head small too yeah. like don't let your head blow up so yeah. I think it depends where it comes from and don't get me wrong like in the beginning it was tough I had all the trolls I had all the nasty comments yeah. and you're this right. and you're ugly and what are you doing I have and a really horrible. good friend that really good friend that you know even when I decided to to buy the magazine and move forward with this like has not acknowledged it and I feel was that hurtful that it was very hurtful yeah. because yeah. it's something that um it's like that one person that you don't expect it from right totally. and I and I and I think we've all been there it's like oh my god I couldn't I can't yeah. believe like that one person that hurts the most and yeah. of course but I've also just like you said you know you have to have a thick skin um whether it, you are in the media world and any type of business that you're in whatever you set out to do there will always be something somebody rejecting you and the thing is that if it was easy they would be doing it too right. they're probably right. in denial because they can't accomplish what you have mm-hmm. been able uh, to accomplish or such set out to do and i see it in that way and i you know i see it in a sense as a game it's a game that we all have to play and you put on the lipstick you put on the lashes and you just suck it up and you just you know trek to the day right. yeah and then tomorrow will be the day that i just learned and letting and it roll off i yeah. feel like sometimes offends them more like yeah. if you don't right. go back and yeah. you don't engage yeah. i mean that being don't get me wrong like i love chrissy teigen she is the queen of the yes. clapback i love everything she have says that mindset, <laughs> I love it. it'll be easier 100%. right but i feel like for me it's like i i don't even have time in my day to waste worrying about your yeah. negative right yeah. but also when it comes to like your family yeah what you're saying you can't expect the way you want them to validate you to be what they're going to say like everybody needs validation in their own way and for you know maybe it's like a hug maybe it's like saying it verbally maybe it's showing it but whatever it is even in like personal relationships and especially on social media you're never gonna you can't assume you're gonna get the validation you need from anybody even the closest person so it has to come from inside you and you have to assume that no matter what you do I like you because we're going to talk about comparing ourselves yeah so how do you not compare and emily on the phone i want you to also chime in after emily raquel that's how we'll (laughs) emily Emily b B. um how do you not compare so for me like i said i'm doing one thing of course you want your siblings and your parents out of everybody to always be cheering you on and like not disappointing them because you live i lived my life always wanting to impress them and having their approval how do you not compare yourself to that other influencer or celebrity that they're looking up to, right? Yeah. And not giving, like, I feel like my sister should be doing that for me, even if I don't have the yeah. amount of following that influencer has, right. or the chic, or the char- charisma, because I'm just me. So yeah. that just should be enough, yeah. you know? I think, like, the worst part about Instagram is that you do compare. Like, you get on the thing, you compare, you're looking Constantly. at numbers. If the likes are there, if they're not, you know, you're looking at the number of followers. And that is the thing, like, oh, she has this this right she has that maybe because I don't have that that's why she doesn't like me or my own family doesn't like me and we're competitive I think in nature if you're you're, if you're ambitious if you're like in the fashion industry or you know entertainment industry there's some part of you that's ambitious and wants to be the best you can and that's amazing but you have to realize like let's say you know let's say for instance for me if I said oh well there's other fashion illustrators out there there's other artists out there there's other you know things like this then I why should I do it because there's already why do people need it but it's different like everyone has their own like take on it and if you don't share what's on your heart and what you're meant to say and you don't get 
that different unique way of saying it, then you're not gonna help that maybe little girl who looks up to, and even if it takes one person who's like, oh, I see that and I appreciate that and I wanna be like that. And you're just giving other people examples of what's not out there. And so that looks, works for everybody. Like now you see models of all different sizes and all different colors. And we didn't see that before. And there's a lot of now places to fill with social media that like, it, like I have a problem of like not fitting in a box. Like I always look to, I'm like, oh, I'm not like, specifically an influencer, I'm not just fashion illustration, I'm not just right. fashion on my feet. I'm all of these things because I'm multi-passionate. Of course. And you don't want to like hinder yourself because you want to be who you are unapologetically. Right, like if you're you know? multifaceted or multi-passionate, you shouldn't yeah. have to limit yeah. yourself right. because somebody says, well, I just don't get what you do. Stay in your lane. Or, or no. stay in your lane. And, 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 and I'm, I'm happy you said family members yeah. even or good friends. Yeah. Or this all comes up. And Emily, I want to hear your point of view on this. On where do we, when do we stop or draw the line to let people understand, even if it's our family members? Like a lot of times, my family members will be like, "You shouldn't do this," but then they'll allow that influencer that they like okay, to do it. According to yeah. my mother, so I am never home. Right. Right. I'm like, girl, that's what you see on. That should be I, the answer. Maybe I, you should like, never be home <laughs> to get that. Criticism. No, because she'll say to me, she's like. Do you take care of your children? Right. Do you oh take care of your husband? And I'm like, ma. The like, woman stars. Like, yeah. really? Like, that's all I do. Right. Um, and, and Jennifer, you're like the, a witness to how many times I speak to my husband and my children on the phone every single day. I said, mom, do not go by what you see. I said, that's yeah. that's like Instagram life. That's yeah. not real life, yeah. right? Right. Like, um, how, do you answer, right yeah. how do you answer that what your mom would say or a sister would say, well, my I don't think she's like doing that. Old school, where I them. should be home cooking and cleaning for my husband every yeah. single day. Right. I'm like, girl, he cooks and cleans. Like, right. We are a team, and we like, you know, take turns. And when I'm in the city, this is what has to happen. But um, and we have like our little back and forth on that. But it's it's really um, just going back to you know, just like you you were saying, Emily, you know, just honoring who you are and. Right. Um, you know, again, going back to what I was saying before, like I'm not a mom or an entrepreneur. I'm right. both. Right. I don't try to be both at the same time. And right. everything has a time and a place. When I can bring my children to something I do, when it's, um, you know, feasible, but when they can't, they stay home and they do, you know, and that's their place. Right. Um, and just going back to, you know, what I put out there, I try to take my children and my spouse as cue and I'll share with them. I'm thinking of doing... XYZ, are you guys all comfortable? Because at the end of the day, what I do affects my family. And if they're okay with that, I just move. And I'm like, at the end of the day, those are the three men in my life that I have to be, you know, yeah. in, you know okay with, with on the same page. And, 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 you know, and I move forward with that. But going back to, yeah, Emily, be for a second. When I had someone tell me once, yeah. I don't respect you in comedy because they don't see me in comedy clubs every night. Okay. And I have... You know, it was tough for me to respond, or that they don't see me do a lot of comedy on Instagram. And yeah. that goes back to the point of multi-passion. Yeah. yeah. I don't need to be at a club every night. And I'm not saying don't earn dues. Yeah. I'm, I come from a writing background. Yeah. I don't need to write, like you told me, you don't need to write editorial for the for the, for the magazine yeah. to be considered a host. We know who you are. Yeah. We know like what you can yeah. bring to the table. Yeah. Same with comedy. It might be a live event yeah. one night that I do it at. It might be... In an actual show, it does right. like the fact that it's not existing in front of that person the way that person wants, like you said, because they're coming from their own trauma yeah. or their own insecurity, shouldn't ever be a reason why I should stop. Because it almost made me give up. So I hope people are listening to this now and know 
it does take strength, strength, and it yeah. does take a good support system to not allow you to let that and get that to you. And support system doesn't have to be a massive amount of people. It could be right. one right. person. Right, it could be one, one person. person. I feel like if you're funny, you're funny. Like yeah. who, why do you have right. to be funny in a club? You could be funny outside in Times Square. You could be funny anywhere. And the thing is, like, <laughs> you're paving your own path. We're now living in a society where you, where that job doesn't exist. You can make it. And yeah. the best part is. Yeah. Keep going until your haters ask for a job. <laughs> that is so good. Emily on the phone, what do you what do you think? Emily on the phone. I'm sorry. Emily, Emily on the phone. <laughs> give me your thoughts. Well, I think it just goes back to asking yourself, like, would you rather be loved for who you are by a few or loved for who you aren't by many? And so looking yes. at who am I trying to be and who am I trying to impress? Because, right, right like, I'm a mom, and at the end of the day, I want to first of all, be able to look at my own Instagram feed and be like, yes, that's me. So I'm not perpetuating this cycle of like this imposter syndrome, like, oh, well, I don't even measure up to my own self that I'm putting Mm -hmm. out there. That's not me. And then, you know, can I talk to my husband, my kids about what I'm doing, what I'm saying? And if if I'm comfortable with that and I put it out there, you know, because as your circle of influence grows, so does the circle of scrutiny. And, And if someone has something to, you know, something bad to say something to criticize they're gone like i think it's important to remember you own your social media space no matter what no matter what position you're in you are in charge of your social media space and who is in it yeah and to that i will add because this is something that i used to get a lot of questions um before you know when i was helping businesses set up their online profiles you know, the moment that you decide to go into business, you have to realize that you have to make a decision of how personal or how public you want to be in that space. And at the end of the day, what is happening now, um, as you were mentioning before, like where the veil has been lifted, like people want to connect to people more yeah. than ever. Yeah. And if you're still hiding, um, you know, presenting yourself one way in business and then presenting yourself one way in your personal life, you're going to cons- constantly be in a struggle because you can't be two people at once, you are who you are. And I think that, um, you know, when you decide to be in business, when people are asking you for your business card, the first thing that they're doing when they're they're Googling you and finding out who you are, what you're putting out there. I mean, we, I know that I do it. Even when a candidate comes up, um, you know, we're looking for someone who, um, to join our team. Um, I'm Googling and I'm seeing, you know, what's this person about? What are they putting out there? Um, not for the sake of likes, or, but I'm, I'm trying to get it uh, to gauge, is this person in alignment with what we represent also? And I think that, again, going back to what I originally said, you know, the hardest thing to be is yourself. Yeah. Um, but the minute that you decide to just do it, everything else just kind of falls into place because everybody follows suit. Um, and that to me is just, you know, and I, and I really respect and, and just um, honor women and people who are just doing their thing um, staying in their lane, paving their way, that's courageous. And that's, uh, you know, something to applaud. So keep doing your thing, girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is my new family, my new circle of sisters and support system, even though I do love my family. But I'm going to be on my own journey, and I've accepted that now. And, and I'm, I, listen, I've always been a different kid yeah. growing up. And I, I, I've been popular. I've had my share of uh, triumphs, but I've been different. And I, I never wanted to accept it because I wanted to always be not different and accepted right Right. away. Mm -hmm. Now I think, like you said, don't take things personal. (laughs) Understand your family might have different of their own traumas, their own worries. Sometimes they want, you know, we come from a Latina background. I don't know if it's a Latin background or just in general. But you know, my mom's a strong woman. She just doesn't want me to get hurt. 
Yeah. She wants the best for me, but she doesn't know how to communicate yeah. it. And they're but I'm going to add right. something to that just because you brought it yeah. up as far as being, you know, and something that my country has been guilty of for many years is, you know, when you have someone that has become successful outside of the country, mm -hmm. um, it isn't until they're successful outside of the country that people are actually, that they acknowledge you when you go back home. Right. So if you're doing like your thing and you're like, if I were in the DR yes. doing this thing, I would have all the, like nobody Haters. would be clapping. Now I get messages from former students, former colleagues, and I'm like, oh, well, we, you know, where were you? Were you when I needed yeah. when I was struggling? Three years ago when I was starting, and I was, yeah. you know, but at the same time, it kind of, you know, it gives you that, um, obviously I'm onto something, or I have come such a long way, and again, it's just acknowledgement for, acknowledgement for myself, but I find that to be very sad that you wouldn't, you know, just go, I, I actually look for, you know, who in the community can come and help and support, who's doing that, who's doing it, who's been, you know, who needs a little voice. Even when we feature Bella Bosses um, mm -hmm. in, our, in our print issue, um, you know, something that we came in agreement, um, the editorial team and I said, you know, these big brands, they have, they, they, they have um, the audiences. Let's look for the, you know, that the, the well and and you know the underdog let's mm -hmm. look for the, these women who are really you know on the data and who really need the platform and the support so that we can be that voice to uplift the, uplift them up so you know again it all goes back to being an integ integrity being authentic to yourself being authentic to who you are and just continuing to put that out there but also like on another note i think like instagram is here right now and like we're really focused on it because it's right now but TikTok is coming up. Yeah. There's other there's other forms of social media. Before I, I have no Facebook. energy to start. With oh, we all <laughs> gotta do it's a so TikTok. Bad. I'm gonna force you. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna ask you today oh actually God. to do one Jesus. for but promo. But that's the thing. Like, I don't know how to TikTok. <laughs> and we don't right, we don't know how to do it yet. But y'all like, are gonna <laughs> teach us how to TikTok. I am gonna teach you. Yeah. But the thing is, like you know, we're focusing on something that is kind of like flash in the pan in a way mm -hmm. because I think as an entrepreneur and even as a comedian or whatever a model whatever you're doing like you need to have your own maybe newsletter or you need to have your own list your own website your own place to come because what if one day you know Facebook shuts down and Instagram shuts down you lose all your pictures you lose all your followings like that has happened yeah, in the last such a year point to talk like about. it's just a small and as, part as a digital marketer that's something that I would always tell my clients I said yeah, you have to link everything back to your of website yeah. because what if because first of all just so all of you know facebook and instagram on they own all your shit that's yes. theirs that the minute you put they oh my god they you don't even realize this. this is and good information that is you know the but the minute you start linking things back to your site and you're using your your, your website should be your umbrella to yes. house everything that you're up to right. because otherwise you know and it's obviously it's their tools right they're tools yeah. for us to um spread our message to right. promote our businesses but at the end of the day, you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't put pull everything back to something that is yours. So I'm, I'm it's happy so you funny that you, it's you're, good. you're saying that yeah. because some uh, audience, uh, uh, one of our fans mm -hmm. had written into us asking, you know, is it important to have a website? Yeah. Because now that we have Instagram TV, yes. now and now it I have is. Clients who, who now have I'm told, thinking who to, have told me, do I just need a Facebook page? I'm like, no, right. no, right. you need your own site. And also, you yeah. need your own personal brand because it's like you know you're going to be then communicating who you are yep. through Instagram, through Facebook, through the next social media channel that comes next year. Like you need to have all of that and you need to say, okay, my personality is this, 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 and I want to portray this, 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 and this. Because at the end of the day, 
all these people are going on social media for entertainment. Like yeah, they're right. going to escape their day. They're going to, they need a break. You're there to entertain them. And that's why like a highlight reel is important. However, you still need to say, hey, I'm also here crying. I had a bad day. My makeup's messed up. Like you need to be all of that because you're a multidimensional person. But you are also, I'm like these top five things if you were to describe yourself, because that's why people are going to follow you. And that's why then they're going to say, oh, we didn't like really do any videos on TikTok yet, but like if we started TikTok, I'm gonna follow her because I know what she's about. Yeah. And okay. So yeah. On that note, I want to talk about Instagram as opposed to Facebook. How important is it to produce our content on each platform, or should we just focus on one? Because like you said, yeah. Once you're big on one, then people will follow you on Facebook, follow you, or do we try to use these vehicles to push ourselves out? I does it really matter if we don't have followers? I mean, I think. You know who the audience is and yeah. think like the, mm -hmm. they're all right. different generations on each one and you know Facebook functions very differently like you all saw that meme like your profile on TikTok I'm yeah. sorry on LinkedIn or on Facebook right. yeah. so yeah. true so, <laughs> those are different sides of who we are yeah and so you have to know like your parents and your you know neighbors are looking on Facebook but like this influencer friends that you met at a networking party are looking it's at your following your Instagram mm -hmm. right now right now like there's not even like a business card exchange people literally are like I'll follow I'll follow yeah, you on Instagram. Instagram. Right. Literally. I um, yeah. used to get this question a lot, too, with clients. Mm -hmm. And um, to your point, they serve to completely... I mean, let's remember, Facebook owns Instagram. Right. right. So you would be um, not taking advantage of either platform if you're not on both. You right. have to be on both. Yeah. And you have to make your create make your um, profile uh, public. public Make sure that it's linked to your business page, like yeah. all of those things, because all of that stuff comes up on SEO and certain algorithms so, too. And, the, and helps yeah. your algorithm. So um, once you've got that set up, like know that. Um, but yes, you have to speak to um, each audience differently because the people who follow you on Facebook are not necessarily the people who follow you on Instagram. Right. But regardless, you have to make sure that you're putting your message out there on both of them right. mm -hmm. so that you're reaching more people in different ways. I just told Jennifer on Monday when we sat down because I was looking at our analytics. The traffic from our website, the, our main traffic driver is Facebook. Yeah. It's wow. still I Facebook. So, and our second one is Instagram. Instagram. Mm -hmm. So we really, and, and the other thing is, it's actually Facebook on um, desktop as opposed to Facebook mobile. You have to understand, and if you don't have your anal Google Analytics, get your shit okay. together, <laughs> because you need to understand how your traffic is working. And what does that tell me? That our that our demographic is an older demographic right. because who is really sitting on their desktop? Mostly right. people are right. on their mobile device. Right. But that's who we're targeting and you have to understand how people behave online so that you're able to mm -hmm. service them appropriately. These also. are really yeah, good tips. Yeah. Just, like, you can you know, spend your time creating something, whatever it is, maybe it's whatever you're creating, whether it's you're promoting a podcast, you're promoting something, mm -hmm. put it on every single kind of yeah. media you have. Put it on LinkedIn. Yeah. Like don't them. be afraid yeah. to let right everywhere. Like you have to like use your time wisely. Like yeah. we're entrepreneurs. Like we're running business. Like yeah. Instagram yeah. or social media posts like are a very small portion yeah. of my day. Yeah, you know, and you have to get shit, excuse me. You have to get stuff done. Uh -huh. You can curse on this podcast. You have to get stuff done. And the way the thing is like these places are eyeballs. They're just eyeballs. Like yeah. you want to put yourself on all these eyeballs, and that's why I keep saying TikTok. And I want to know how you guys think about TikTok because. I see younger people on it, but also older people. It's a whole new brand of eyeballs to be on. Right. I think it's more focused, like Instagram. I know a lot of you know 
celebrities or I, even myself, influencers would be dancing to a lot of music artists that were their favorite, but it, there was a legality thing. So I think Instagram also, by the way, owns TikTok yeah. with Facebook and created this place where people are just dancing, being silly, having fun, and that's what that purpose is for. Mm-hmm. Where it and answers also, our question, yeah, like how much, is, where do you share? Like maybe fine, you share it on TikTok. the people who are buying my magazine are not on TikTok. Right. right. So I'm not going to, to, be. to it, it, it's the same thing when Snapchat came out. Mm-hmm. The people yeah. who are purchasing the magazine I'm are not on Snapchat. Snapchat. But you're so and involved that I think you would do like a TikTok for a promo with a podcast, but I don't think you would make I, it. I'm trying to reach a younger demographic right, because right. Our, you know, we're 25 to 65. That's typically our, de- our demo. But here, if there's a one 13-year-old girl that is benefiting from the magazine, awesome. But I'm not speaking to that 13-year-old girl. I'm totally. speaking to uh, 25 to 60, or, you know, or an older woman who is on the platform. And that's where I need to be. Right. So my time is going to be used, you know, spent more wisely on those platforms. Yeah. yeah. About no, yeah. Audience. yeah. E- Emily, what's your thoughts on also, like, and Vanessa, you could chime in about being a mom and, like, a lot of moms have asked us, you know, how do I show my authentic self when really my life is chaotic and I'm running around after three kids and I don't want to work full time. Like there's always these excuses and then they hate on other influencers who are doing it. What's your best advice to people out there in general? Like if they want to become a mom influencer or just an influencer and, and they're a wife, they're a mom. I don't know how you all do it. That's I mean, <laughs> I can barely live my single life. It's so hard. Oh God, God bless you. You can go ahead. Well, I think, again, it goes back to, and I know I keep saying this, but, like, are you the person you want to be in real life on Instagram? Like, is that who you really are? And I think it's been really interesting the last few years for me going through this. You know, my my two oldest are teenagers, Mm -hmm. and and they have their own social media. And and so I think it's been important for me from the beginning to have a separate platform. Um, you know, I do have my personal Instagram account and I have a business Instagram account because, you know, I want to keep their private life private while I'm fine being out there and being public and I'll say whatever I want about myself. I have to realize that there are some things that are private about, about their lives. Yeah. And so if I'm going to post a picture of them, I need their permission first. If I'm going to talk about something that relates I'm to them, there, I need their and I don't like it. First. <laughs> it's yeah. hard. It's yeah. really hard. Yeah. But you know what? It, it pays off, and I, I've seen this just with my own family. The conversations that are able to come out about that, like when you're an adult and make kids' decisions. You know, right now you're a kid and I'm a charge, right? But my, um, you know, my 13 year old daughter has has been um, struggling with with a little bit of depression right now, and and you know, I, I'm really proud of her that she knows I've been through that and can talk to me about that. And she has on her own little Instagram page, just her little friends, you know, has put that out there in her story and just said, you know, depression's really hard. Um, or, you know, it's just little, little things. And, and she's, she has seen that by putting your struggles out there, you, you can get help. And, and, you know, so her friends have rallied around her. And, and so I've seen this beautiful thing come out of this. So by not, you know, I'm not putting her on blast, but by, by seeing me do this, she's seen the beauty in that. And then, oh, I can connect with others too. And so everyone's got a different feel about it, but, but it's harder as they get older. It really yeah. is. Yeah, totally. But I think also, like, what you're saying about being a mom, like, for someone who's not a mom yet, seeing these strong women 
doing what they're doing, running these companies, having their kids in tow, changing the diapers, running this, running that, like that's aspirational to yeah. say you can do it all and I can see it and I can envision it yeah. and I love that. And it makes, I feel like you love that person more because you're like, there's no BS there. Like they're, they're doing all these things and it's important. This is a good time in your life where maybe you're home, you just had a baby, like you know, you can't get rid of this extra pregnancy weight or whatever it is. I watched these influencers and I saw them, you know, be single, get married, have kids, now have like young kids. And it's like, these are things that I want to do in my life too. Yeah. This is how you do it. it right. does, you didn't always get the blueprint and now you can get like a little insight into people's yeah. lives. So I think it is important to show that. Well, yeah. one of the things that I um, just, you know, was going to, to add to this is I find it just, again, going back to just being authentic and honest is, you know, showing both aspects of it is what honestly gives me solace and just in the entire process because it's one thing um to show you know like i I'm, I'm 41 years old and my mother is still questioning like my 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 mothering and right. um, my role as a wife just because she was used to something different right and we'll literally have conversations about it she's like well that's not how i was taught like right. you know like she used to fold my um my stepfather's um underwear and like literally stack them like the underwear with the sock and the undershirt she's like and she would like sit there and talk to me and tell me so this is when you get married this is and i'm looking at her like and i'm and and i'm saying out loud to myself like hell to the no like this will not be me ain't nobody got time for that like 100 percent. and the thing is like i think um it's this dance that i find myself doing constantly you know um i ultimately have to make the best choice that for my family right and, um, but what I think is that I have found, like I'm no longer employable. Um, this is why I am an entrepreneur and I've created right. because uh, I love the freedom of being able to do whatever the hell I want, when I want, obviously keeping things in, you know, I have um, responsibilities and whatnot, but with small children, it is extremely difficult to have a nine to five, especially when you don't have help and support. And my husband don't, you know, unless it's a babysitter at home, it's just me and him. Yeah. So we have to tag team it and it's really difficult. Like. I will not even like try to like downplay that for a second. It is very hard. Um, and I was I was sharing with someone, you know, my oldest is asthmatic, and in the first few years of his life, he got an asthma attack almost every week. And if I was in New York, it took me three hours to get home. So that was a challenge. And it's like, and you're literally on the way home, finding yourself, you know, do I quit? Do I stop doing right. this? Do I stop? you know, aspiring to do the things that I want to do because I have a sick kid. Right. So you have to make things work. You know, to my advantage, I had clients here in the city and I worked in an environment that accepted and, and acknowledged the fact that, yes, you're a mother, you have, there's going to be, you know, and I could work from home in those instances. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I go back to, you know, then I'm no longer employable. If this were to go to shit tomorrow and I had to, you know, go get a job, that would not be possible right. because just the freedom that I have to make the decisions that are best for my family is I think what I most enjoy about owning my own business. But, um, you know, I'm no longer there. But again, to your point, Emily, where you're, you're kind of checking in with um, your children, which now I have to, because now they're grown, and they <laughs> will look at my Instagram and be like, why did you post that picture of me? Uh, yeah. um, but I have to, I'll say to my son, you know, I took this picture, can I post it? He's seven. Like, yeah. I'm like, who are you? But I, has, but I have to respect. Until you're 18, but you have but to respect. I have to respect. Or to the, 
his choices, you know, whether right. he wants that right. picture of him out there or not. Or to the you point, know? like lately, there's been controversy with a lot of major influencers yeah. that they're not show their mom influencers yeah. that they're not showing the chaotic side of being a mom, yeah. like or what you're saying, your son had an asthma attack, or Emily, your mom, your daughter's going through depression. I think it's how we're like what we're talking about the message here today is how we're delivering it, right? Yeah. You could you could do a selfie video in the, the car and say, you know what, man, today was just a hard day. Yeah. I know my life seems glamorous. Yeah, right. I know you think I'm the editor in chief of Bella, but guess what? My son had an asthma attack yeah. today. I had to do. I almost right. didn't make my meeting. I almost didn't even make yeah. this podcast, yeah. which could have lost ten advertisers. You could talk about that in a very calm way and get yeah. the point across. Whereas this influencer, she was actually attacked by other celebrities, which I want to get to our last topic. The comparison how celebrities feel like a hierarchy they're better than influencers yeah. and they don't want to kind of put themselves in that mm -hmm. level she they attacked i was on a press trip yeah. a few weeks ago where that whole debate of you know oh you know i'm a writer but then they have influencers that are being paid to actually right. be here a journal like, like, yeah so i totally yeah. Yeah, but this influencer that. was like attacked and yeah. i follow this influencer i also grew up with her she does show she shows her daily life so yeah. she is showing struggles within if you see it you're yeah. seeing that her life's not perfect it just she knows how to like throw in the sprinkle and the glam with yeah, it. Right, yeah. And just because she's not sitting there saying my life, she had to say this message after she yeah. got attacked, like my life's not perfect, I have help from nannies, I have. Do yeah. you guys think it's okay also though to be a mom influencer and show the perfect side? Like do you think you should have to be attacked for not explaining these other sides? Like where's the boundary? And you can't hold your phone on your kid while they're having an asthma attack. Right, you can't <laughs> exactly, like, exactly. Or do you even talk human. about it? Yeah. I, I, I definitely like it's a mess, but, but you don't lose death. We know you. That doesn't mean that but you're here, losing but death. Here, but here's the mm -hmm. thing. I think that I don't owe anyone mm -hmm. an explanation of why I do anything. That's right. what so that's it, it comes, comes down to. Um, I do owe my immediate circle, which is my family. Yes. I owe because I there I have to take into account how anything that I do can affect that. So even when I'm posting a picture with my kids in the background, again I will ask them, "Are you guys okay with this?" And my son will tell me no, so right. I don't share it. Right. Um, you know, I I my first trip to LA was um, uh, with my son just a few weeks ago, and. We did uh, a day where it was just us and we hiked uh, to the Hollywood sign and we took some pictures and I said to him, I said, comb your hair and be ready because I would like to use these images for the mat for print. Mm -hmm. And he was like, here we go, mama. But I explained mm -hmm. to him, I said, listen, this At is At least actually... you explained it to him. I wish but, my mom did that instead but, of saying, do it or you're no, no, going to no. you know, But the help. conversation with him was, it was like, how cool is it that you and I are experiencing this trip together for the first time? Yeah. And I want to be able to show another mom who is in the same position that I am, just how cool this can actually be. So when I explained it to him, and he was like, oh, so then another kid can see it and can learn from that. And I'm like, exactly. Yeah. Um, of course, my son is gorgeous, but I wanted him in the picture. Um, and of course, every mother thinks that their son is the most gorgeous kid in the world. But, um, and it was, I did it for the gram, I have to say, in that moment. But I did consent, you know, I had his consent to be able to share that. Um, I, back to my original um, point is, you, you don't want anyone an explanation. I right. think that we, because we have become public and we have put, you know, there is this demand um, that we have to give people a why, a reason why yeah. we did what we did. Um, you don't owe them one. Um, right. If you, unless you've done something to like complete, completely offend or if you've gone on, you know, a crazy attack of people, like I don't think you owe anyone an explanation of why you're doing something that in the end, 
affects you, your immediate loved ones. Like, I, you don't owe well, anybody an explanation for that. That's, that's, good, that's, that's good advice. And sometimes yeah. you want to put down the phone and, like, be present. Yeah. Right. Like, you need to do that. Otherwise, you'd both not so. I know I would. Yeah. And also, same thing. Like, my husband, like, will be like, I don't want to be in it. You know, so I can't yeah. necessarily show My husband wants nothing things. to do well, that's with thing. any you of You still put a photo, like, of your kids and <clears throat> not necessarily share. And, Emily, you could uh, chime in and Jen of, like, or just even yourself necessarily share that you're going through things. Like I go through physical pain every day. That doesn't mean every day I'm going to say yeah, that. Right. I will have a message within my entire content with, within months that you'll see at some point me saying, you know what, my life's not as, guys, I'm taking your questions. My life isn't as glamorous as you think. Yeah. I might be part of big things, but I'm struggling in my own you're mental human. health and physical yeah. health. Yeah, yeah, I'm human like everyone else. How and I. Human? And I think we can I've talk about it. I've been very open about depression. I've suffered from yeah, depression since I was 13 years old. And I went through a phase, um, even with my when I had my first son, um, and it obviously turned into postpartum and just me questioning my existence. Nothing to do with my son, but for a while, because I talked and was open to, to talking about it, my son thought that he was the cause of my depression. And I had to sit him down and have a conversation. I said, absolutely not. Like, you're the best thing that's ever happened to me. And you taught me how to be a mom. And you, you know, you're the reason why I even decided to have another one because it was so awesome. And I wanted you to have a brother and experience all of that. But, you know, when, again, it's about being honest and, um, you know, not being afraid to be vulnerable because at the end of the day, I mean, Brene Brown wrote a book on vulnerability. Yeah. Like you need, this is what in the end connects us to just our humanity. And I think that we need to just be um, that for, if anything, be that for each other. It's just say, right. you know what? I've been through that. I go through that. Um, and it's you know, okay to sprinkle okay. with some fairy dust or whatever, but you're right. There's be nothing real, wrong with that. But yeah. just be having a balance. So our last topic of the day, I want to talk about celebrities mm -hmm. like Amanda Seyfried and a lot of, even Rihanna, a lot of celebrities have mentioned how they feel like they respect the hustle of the influencer, but kind of like the reality stars, they, yeah. there's this hierarchy lately. Even at the Oscars recently, I don't know if you've seen a war season, a lot of these A-listers, Jennifer Aniston, Brad Pitt, they really hold themselves high. And this is where I say, Oscar, no Oscar, we all know it's a political thing. You're an actor, you're an influencer, you're a host. I see us all in the same category. Yeah. category. You're an editor-in-chief. I really see us all like we're trying to do something great and tell a great story and impact people with our stories. How do you, do you feel they have a point when they're like, well, they're just an influencer, they don't deserve as much credit as I do, or, I mean, I, how do you feel about this whole nonsense? Like, yeah. I'm a comedian, you're just an influencer. Like, this has been happening around me lately, so mm -hmm. I feel like it has to be a thing. Like, yeah. to me, it's nonsense. So what do you guys think of, how do you guys feel about it, and what are your tips to To your cope point with about the reality of stuff, yeah. I, um, I don't doubt for one second that that's a job like anybody, any other job. Right. Um, I think it's unfortunate the the reputation that that kind of celebrity right. has taken on, but at the same time, I feel like they have created that for themselves because I think that in um, an effort to be more shocking than the other and to kind of show um, how real this show could be, um, we we've discovered through the years that at the end of the day, they've they're also scripted, so it right. isn't really reality TV. So. Um, I, you know, I feel for them. Um, I pick and choose wisely, especially when I am, um, you know, featuring someone 
from the reality world, I'll go back and I'll look, okay, what has this person done? What are they doing aside from this show? Um, what more are they doing in their career? Because you know, it may be the show that has a bad reputation, but not necessarily the person itself. So we take all of those things into account. Um, I think that any person who, is, who wakes up every day to just do the best that they possibly can deserve deserves our respect period because they're just they're hustling yeah and i respect the hustle like the next person because i i do it i I do it every day and i know how hard it is to make it in anything that you're doing so i respect that and you know i think that people should just like chill yeah and uh, let people do their thing and i think it goes back to what um emily uh has said and emily you've said too and jen like in general and vanessa we it just comes back to the fact of like owning who you are yeah. and support, surrounding yourself with the right support system yeah. because everyone's gonna tell you every day all these things through their own lens. Trauma is a big deal. I think yeah. we don't admit that we all have trauma from different generations mm-hmm. and we all have trauma within our own lives and we don't even, sometimes I even have to stop myself and I'm like, it's not even about that person yeah. who didn't get right. my Starbucks coffee, right? It's yeah. about me, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, just, it's just little things and I think we have to remember to be kind to each other. Celebrity, not celebrity, model, influencer, we have to like, yeah, it's a cool thing right now that's happening. We need to join the conversation but we also need to educate people to be kind to, to yeah. each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think to your point, you know, I think when the Oscar winners are saying that, I do kind of get a little bit of what they're saying when you're like, if you have studied a craft and you work relentlessly day after day after day, and it could be someone who's an influencer or writer or fashion or whatever it is, but I think like there, I think there is a difference between like just getting the camera in front of you and mm-hmm. doing something totally silly that we all do. Like we all sing with a hairbrush microphone yeah, and right. we all, you know, snap our fingers and we're wearing a different outfit yeah we're wearing a different outfit amazing you know but i think it's like when you actually have like the stuff to back it up and you have like the craft and you've been practicing and you have the talent and you know but that and, and that's important but i also do think that some influencers who are just dancing it is still a business of branding yourself to get out there and that's what's like not and it's right, work. that's what's not it's seen. Work. It's, it's work. work. That's not exactly. that's not what be that's not what's being communicated. That. Yeah. Right. That it's yeah. work and it's not just like I woke up today yeah. in my disheveled yeah. mess and everyone like, into when, me. When my son told me a few months ago that he his aspiration was to be a YouTuber, I like started to question my life. I was right. like, Oh my god. <laughs> exactly. Okay, is this like what it's come down to? Right. Um sure. but at the end of the day, this is what is around him, and he sees these kids that by just playing a video game are all of a sudden millionaires, right? Right. Um, I think that, again, it's showing the two sides of that world is really what is um, needs to be continued to be put out there, because, and I feel like we're doing a great job at that, and um, we're going to continue to do that, because at the end of the day, you know, I my hope is that this platform becomes a resource for anyone who comes across it, is to just, to live their most beautiful life yes. inside and out um whatever that may look like for them and we respect that you know um but again going back to the hustle i respect it in whichever way that you're trying to just right. make your money pay your bills support your family mm-hmm. like that there's so much respect in that alone um if you were you know a lazy ass and you're getting paid <laughs> to just be lazy then i would question different humanity story, yeah. for that yeah right. but i think that you know they in their own right um they're doing um what they what they best possibly can. If you're entertaining, yeah. you're sharing your gift. Right, you're entertaining. No, you're right. entertaining. Yeah. But I think it's also about putting the hard work into it where that's where you get the respect. Yeah. Totally. And being like doing it day in, day out, day in and like showing 
the hard work that goes into it, and then maybe you can get that respect for showing, oh, I'm not just, you know, showing up this photo shoot, but yeah, I've trained for years doing what I need to do, you know, how to do this. Yeah. Well, on that note, ladies, I think it comes down to trust, right? Isn't that kind of what we're all saying? It's like, no matter what, if you have built trust in the people who you are influencing, you are following, if you're a celebrity and you are an amazing actor, people trust that the next movie you're going to be in is going to be great. Mm-hmm. People trust that your next podcast is going to be great. So mm-hmm. I think no matter where you come from, it comes down, are you building trust with people? I love that. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to end it on this note. Where can everybody follow uh, you, Emily? Oh, yes. Um, I am at uh, Highlight Real Recovery and emilylynnpelson.com. And Emily Burkell. So I, you can follow Chic Sketch, like you're so chic and you're a sketch, uh, <laughs> on Instagram as well as Emily Burkell. So that's C-H-I-C-S-K-E-T-T-H and Emily Burkell. Um, so ChicSketch.com. We have an app. You can get your own sketch and you can see us at amazing events. Fabulous. Event. They are. Yes, get yourself sketched and that's where you can find me. Vanessa. Uh, Vanessa Kappas or of course BellaMag.co and mm-hmm. as of June Bella Latina Mag yes. 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 so follow on that note too yes uh, obviously Bella as well and uh, personal Miss NYUS 2016 and you can follow me at Chanel Amari at Chanel Inda and at BellaMag.co and we are going I, ha- I want you guys to subscribe Listen, download, share. 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 We are not alone. Any topic, we're going to start taking in callers and DMs, and we're going to talk about your messages and your questions and answer them. And this is a conversation we want to be here for you. So thank you guys so much for supporting us. And until next time. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.